Welcome to the Foundations Report. As I was reading the Bible story about Adam and Eve, one question jumped out at me. Why did Adam eat of the fruit? We all know the story of how the serpent tried to convince Eve that God was lying to them. When God said in Genesis 3:3, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. The serpent told Eve, you will not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. The serpent was discussing this with the woman, and Eve clearly admitted to God that the serpent deceived her. Adam, however, did not say that he was deceived. Of course, the two things that stand out as to why Adam took of the fruit was the desire to be like God, number one, and secondly, to know good and evil. We could say that Eve was deceived, but with Adam, it was deliberate. It appears that since then, man has always wanted to be like God, and they want the choice to either do good or evil. We see this first at the Tower of Babel, where men got together to build a structure into the heavens to tower over God. We frankly don't want God to tell us what to do, and we don't want to abide by his instruction. At the time of Noah, the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil, continually. And so God decided to wipe out mankind with a flood, with the exception of Noah and his family, of course. Man has the tendency, it appears, to become consumed with his own selfish desires. In the 80s, we heard the term secular humanism. The 80s themselves were known as the me decade, showing that man was consumed with selfish motives. As we approach the end times, we have warnings in the New Testament about how man will be lovers of themselves, yet they will be unrepentant. We see this demonstrated even today in man's desires to, number one, redefine family, two, redefine sexuality, and lastly, redefine what it means to be a boy or a girl. Man, in his obsession to be like God, develops ways to poison genetics, to change the biological makeup of a human being, so they can decide. What is what? As we see in the time of Noah, the Bible said that God will not always strive with man. How long will God hold back with this generation before taking action? Second Chronicles 7.13 says, When I shut up heaven and there is no rain, or command the locusts to devour the land, or send pestilence among my people. When Israel fell into sin, they had three signs that God was intervening. Drought or lack, destruction and pestilence or sickness. 
We see these things already taking place in our world. Remember COVID? Yet man remains unrepentant. How long before we see the next result of our wickedness? The remedy in all of this, of course, comes in the words following in 2 Chronicles 7.14. If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, God calls upon his people to turn the tide. I heard so often of how churches are hoping and praying for revival, yet revival still tarries. As we enter a new year, what will we see? A church praying and seeking the face of God? Or will the trend towards the end times press forward? It really is up to us as Christians. We know what to do, but will we do it? The Foundations Report is heard daily, Monday through Friday, on the Foundations Podcast Facebook page and on the Foundations channel on YouTube and on various podcast distributors via audio feed. Be sure to tune in.